in three, two, one, action. What's going on? I'll start. What's going on? I guess I'll start. Welcome to the weekday. And welcome to Figuring out the weekday. Figuring out the weekday. <laughs> the weekday featuring. Uh, this is the out. mashup that everybody in the Bay Hope universe, the Bay Hope Cinematic Universe, has been waiting for. Um, BCU. Yeah, the BCU. BCU. Yeah, BCU. <laughs> I'm Andy. I'm the digital pastor here, and with me today, obviously, is not Mike Mage, uh, but we do have two very, very special guests. To my right, your left. First off, Mr. Austin Slade. Hello, camera. And. <laughs> Well, there's other people. Well, on there's the other, other camera. Yeah, uh, there's people. people listening on YouTube and on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts and on Facebook and on Bay Hope TV as well. Uh, and then all the way to his right, Mr. Spencey Buckets himself, Spencer Hello. Urban. Hello, camera. <laughs> uh, so happy that they're here. Actually, so these guys um, host a show on our Bay Hope TV family of podcasts as well called Figuring It Out. Uh, releases every single Thursday. Uh, and it's a great podcast. Uh, we are, we've had beef with them in the past, but we buried the hatchet. It's clear. Uh, it's yeah, clear. We, Squash we, it. yeah, we, we, we uh, mended fences. What's another colloquialism we can use here? Um, we wiped the slate clean. Yes. Uh, we washed our faces of it. I like squash. Squash. We squashed. squashed it. We've summer squashed it. Emptied the basket. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. And then over there, laughing into a microphone, you may know him, you may love him. On the wheels of steel, Mr. Justin Deal. What's up? There we go. Cool. Uh, so we got a full boat today. Um, we got a really fun topic, and we're doing this a little bit earlier than usual because there's a tropical storm bearing on us right now, uh, and we want to get out of the office a little bit early, <laughs> just in case uh, you know the waters start arising and the floods start a coming, and the animals start marching two by two. <laughs> um, we're in trouble if that happens. Uh, so even though God said he'd never do it again, just want to make sure. Um, so anyway, yeah, we've got Tropical Storm Elsa, uh, who's going to let it go. Uh, gonna... <laughs> oh, no. You know, I mean, it was, it was only a matter of time for that one. Yeah. You, did you not listen to our hot takes episode where I proclaimed Frozen the worst Disney movie of all time? I didn't, but I've also never seen that movie, so. I've also not seen it. You've not seen the hot takes episode that we did? No, I haven't, I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Seen it. Oh, we're going to link we're going to link that right he here. It'll be there if you haven't watched it or and if you are listening to it it'll be in the show notes as well. Also, these guys information from figuring it out is going to be in the show notes and the description below. Yes. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today guys. We're really excited. I'm really excited. Justin, how about you? I've never been more excited. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I don't know. know. Justin means that. I, I, yeah, I can't he tell means like, all if, his heart. if there's a if there's an actual thing going on there. Or what. Um, no, I I am excited. I am excited. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, his voice gets higher. Yeah, <laughs> I know, man. I'm, really, I'm super excited. Um, we are in typical uh, TGIF uh, Family Matters meets Step by Step mashup fashion. We're going to be mashing up our uh, segment. What did you say earlier? iCarly meets... Um, Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh. It was going to be the uh, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody meets... Yeah. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. The Sweet yeah. Life of That's So Raven. Yeah, there, there we go. Nice. Was, good job. Cool. We're going to be mashing our segments up a little bit later, too. Uh, but before we get there, what typically happens on figuring it out for the uninitiated... Uh, is these guys actually are figuring life out together. And as it's kind of corny... <laughs> as that sounds, um, what they end up actually doing. <laughs> oh, all right, well, are we going to bring the beef back up? More beef, more beef. <laughs> Do you really want to start this? Here? I did. 
here in your home? It's my you show, start this? my show right now. Actually, I guess. We're, we're broadcasting this on their channel too. So. <laughs> it's our show. Congratulations, it's we everybody. did it together. Um, what we're gonna end up doing is these guys actually uh, usually have one core question that they take and they examine from a Christian worldview. Um, and typically it goes really well. Sometimes it goes off the rails and we have to cut things out of the podcast. Um, <laughs> hey, that's, that's only every other episode. Yeah, that's only happened twice. It hasn't happened in a long time, I will say. Um, yeah. Oh, that's cute. Uh, but <laughs> it's an audio podcast too, by the way, guys. So they just high five for those of you we, we yes, that are listening. Um, but what we're gonna what we're gonna do today is we're actually gonna examine a question. So Austin, I want to kick it to you to kind of do the figuring it out thing that you normally do, where you lay out the question and lay out kind of some sides, and then we'll talk about it. We have some sides, just like a yeah, like it's a, meal. a family, it's a family <laughs> family dinner. family style. So you got the chicken. I'll take the the biscuits and the mashed potatoes. What do you want? I'll take a green bean casserole. Green bean casserole. Justin, what do you got? Uh, I'll take uh, sweet potatoes, please. Ooh, okay. We got a lot of carbs on the table here. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. all right. Hey, got to go for a long run. Thanksgiving's right around the corner. So. It's not, though. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what corner you <laughs> As we're recording this, it's July 6th of 2021. I guess right around the corner is like the next, like presidential election too if you want to go with that yeah, i mean sure. pretty soon probably the christmas decorations will be coming out so i mean you're not wrong there yeah, yeah. that's true. pretty soon it's going to be halloween decorations too mm-hmm. all right so lay out the question and let's talk about it so the question we're kind of going over today the question that we kind of had especially coming out of independence day is this topic of freedom and what freedom looks like in the christian life and how we can experience that freedom and how we can live into that freedom so let's define terms real quick, too, uh, because when people hear freedom, especially, again, like you said, coming out of Fourth of July, they automatically think freedom. Independence. America. Yeah, independence. Like, I dumped the tea into the into the Boston Harbor. Uh, no, the Harbor. I dumped the tea into the Harbor. <laughs> so define freedom for us. Freedom. You weren't ready for that one. I wasn't ready for that one. That's the thing. We usually have another day to prepare. So, So, I would say... Blame it on Elsa. Blame it on Elsa. Yep, definitely on Elsa. But I would say a good definition of freedom, it's, it's definitely not doing whatever you want without any consequences. I would say freedom, at least what I see in scripture, is freedom is living the life that you were always meant to live. Okay. The life that God made you to live. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think also, like we were just talking about, free, when we think of freedom, we're like, oh, sweet, I get to do whatever I want. I've accepted Jesus, and so I get to be a free person. I get to, you know, do all this other stuff, and it's okay. Like, we kind of lean into that grace. Um, but when we, when it's actually like, I was reading First Corinthians, mm-hmm. and it was kind of talking about freedom from sin. Mm-hmm. And we've got this freedom where we don't have to be, we're still like, we get the freedom to worship God, to live for God, and not you know, live under this heavy cloud of sin and guilt and shame, but we have freedom from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, to do it too, in terms of the definition, you got to back up just a little bit because freedom in a very biblical sense is not necessarily freedom to like, I can go murder somebody yeah. or yeah. like I can go, you know, um, use the restroom on somebody's front porch. Uh, <laughs> Those are two <laughs> way off. <laughs> are they though? I mean, are they? Just daily things. Uh, you know, <laughs> normal things. What's what's his name? He'll write it on the wall for you. Uh, <laughs> big daddy reference. Um, but uh, what what 
biblically freedom looks like is you have the entire Old Testament, which is uh, has, what, 620-something rules yeah. and laws and regulations that were given to the Hebrew people. Mm. <clears throat> and then, all of a sudden, Jesus shows up. Jesus shows up. Excuse me. I bit the side of my tongue. <laughs> that is the worst. And I, like, I have, I'm, I'm, I'm forced to try to talk around it because every time I, I like hit it, it's just like this excruciating pain that shoots into my head. Um, okay, so Jesus uh, was born to set us free from that. He is literally the fulfillment and embodiment of all the law and the prophets. Is what the is what um, the Book of Matthew says. So freedom in a very biblical sense is I no longer have to obey 623 regulations about what I wear, what I eat, what I look like, when I do Sabbath, even though I'm supposed to still take Sabbath, uh, how all of these things work, right? Mm -hmm. right? So how do you translate that into what we think of as freedom? Like what is the, what's the lens you guys view that through? Oh, I think like that with like the law, like Mosaic law compared to since Jesus has come down for our sins, is like we think we almost have to be perfect. Mm. And it's like this tight line of like, we have to do this, this, and this, and this. I can't mess up. I can't miss the mark. And it's like, that doesn't seem very free to me or anyone. That's like, oh, that's like very challenging. Like no one can do that perfectly. So since Jesus died for that and we don't have to follow those laws exact, like perfectly, um, we've kind of got freedom to, I don't know, follow him. Um, to not, like, yes, we want to aim for, like, those things, but we don't, like, have to follow it sure. perfectly. Yeah. We, we're able to mess up, but we get grace. Yeah, that's it. not a justification to no, yeah. do whatever you want or to sin. It's... Aww. <laughs> Rats. I'm done with this Christian life. <laughs> but it's, it's freedom to, I think, the way I look at it, it's, it's freedom from what holds us back, what keeps us bound what kind of because we were all hardwired a certain way right we were all hardwired to to live in relationship with god mm -hmm. and we oftentimes feel held back by by guilt mm -hmm. by shame by other things in life that hold us down and i think true freedom is stepping into the life that says okay like jesus died for your sins right jesus died so that we wouldn't have to do things in order to to be in right standing with god okay but we're, we have this freedom in christ to to live how jesus meant us to live and that is in relationship with him okay so the the practical thing that we have to take away is or the the thing that we try to always take away from interpreting the bible is that it's a very practical book. Like it is 66 books of, of a whole lot of weird poems and love stories and death and horror and all sorts of other stuff. But the very core of it is it's a practical story of how God loves us yep. how God and how God shows that love. So anybody out there listening or watching is in their head probably thinking, okay, they're talking around it a whole lot. Like what, what does that look like for me practically? Mm. What does it look like? What does freedom look like practically? Uh, does it mean I can just... I can talk however I want and, and wear whatever I want and look like whatever I want to look like and eat whatever I want and watch whatever I want and, you know, do all of these whatever I want. Is that actual freedom? Uh, no. <laughs> we look down yeah, the line. Look I mean, you can keep looking if you want. I, I can kick it to Justin. He's over there. Justin, we can, yeah. it'll be fine. <laughs> no, no, I think um, with that, like I said earlier, like we have the freedom to follow Jesus and follow, like, we can see what he has for us, like mm -hmm. what he wants us to do. We can look in the Bible and say like, all right, I can kind of get this glimpse of 
you know, it doesn't say exactly what I need to do in a certain situation, maybe in today's like culture, but it gives us all we need and we're able to kind of like see how he wants us to live mm -hmm. and kind of like take that and say, all right, I need to kind of aim it over here. I need to go this direction based off what he says, what the Holy Spirit is telling us because sure. yeah. he's given us that Holy Spirit. Sure. And I think you look at the a lot of the New Testament and we know that Jesus came to give us life and life in all of its abundance. Mm -hmm. And Jesus in scripture lays out the way to the abundant life. And so a lot of people can kind of see the, the New Testament as just an additional rule book. Like, okay, the Mosaic law is fulfilled, but now we have these other rules that we have to follow. You have the freedom to choose to, like, to follow what scripture says or not. The reason why Jesus says what he does in scripture is because he he knows the way to full joy hmm. and to full peace and to full purpose in life. And that's why he says what he does. So when he says, hey, don't be filled with wine, but instead be filled with the spirit, he's saying, hey, you want the abundant life. Don't do this, but instead be filled with the spirit. Yeah, and I think a lot of times people get really hung up on Christianity is such a rule following thing. Yeah. Being a being a Christ follower means that I have to give up all the fun things. Mm -hmm. Um like being filled with wine like that sounds pretty good right mm. that sounds great until one day you've been filled with wine too much and you're 30 pounds overweight and you've drank away your marriage right. and your friends and all those other things and it's like oh wait a minute maybe i should have listened you know and so the rules themselves start to become less of rules and more like bumpers yeah <laughs> if you look yeah. like it like like jesus wants us to throw strikes guys yeah. Uh, and he set up bumpers on the alleyway of life. Man, I'm <laughs> killing it today. I am crushing loving the metaphors. The, loving the bowling references. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Justin, when I say biblical freedom, what's, mm -hmm. a, what's the thing that comes to your heart? Um, well, because you mentioned, uh, you guys mentioned, um, like, obviously, you know, being free from sin. Because, um, but obviously, that not meaning um, necessarily do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. But... The way that I see it is, I mean, because if you're if you're a slave to sin, um, you go. really don't have, um, you know, you don't have that freedom. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're, um, you know, you might be like addicted to drugs or something like that. Like, um, you don't necessarily have that freedom to do whatever you want if you're kind of trapped in um, in that sin. Um, and so the way that I see it is having that freedom is. Um, being not necessarily being able to do whatever you want. Um, it's more of being free from that um, kind of like that hold of, you know, sin and any consequences um, or I mean, not consequences of doing any sin, but I mean, you know, free from that sin. And thus, if you're free from that sin, um, you don't have to worry about the consequences if you're not kind of trapped in that. If that makes sense. No, yeah. it does. And it, yeah. it, it's, um, you had brought up you, Spencer, sorry, again, audio podcast, Spencer, <laughs> uh, all the way to my right, wearing a Detroit Tigers hat, uh, lovely Detroit Tigers hat, by the way. They're on uh, fire. I know. Finally. It's only taken 15 years, um, <laughs> or 16 years. Uh, but uh, you brought up 1 Corinthians, and I wanted to pull the passage up, because the end of 1 Corinthians 10, so the book of the entire, the entire book of 1 Corinthians, we've talked about this a lot lately. Uh, but the entire book of 1 Corinthians is actually the second letter that Paul has sent to the church in Corinth mm. and to the people of Corinth. And he had established a church in Corinth and 
Uh, then he had gone because that's what Paul do. Paul Paul set up things and then Paul leaves. Like that's what he do. That's what he do. <laughs> Paul just be and doing. Paul be doing Paul what Paul be doing. doing. Yeah, he, Paul, he play off P. And uh, <laughs> so. Oh my goodness. <laughs> sports. Bible, sports. Bible P. Yeah, Bible P. Uh, big ups, Paul George. Um, but so Paul had left Corinth and he had sent him a letter at the beginning and it's lost it's what's now called the lost letter and it was kind of a letter of rebuke and it was a letter of um really it was kind of loving but at the same time from what we can glean from first and second corinthians that we have now it was a it was a it was kind of a harsh letter it was a father basically yelling at his son yeah. and saying like hey you're being stupid yeah. and so he sends the letter that we now know as first corinthians and it was a bit of a rebuke as well uh, but there was more love in it and Paul then, it's almost like Paul felt remorse if, if for when I read into it, it. It feels like Paul had remorse for what he had sent initially. And he yeah. kind of says that towards the beginning of the, of the book. Um, but he gets <laughs> towards the later chapters of 1 Corinthians and he gets to chapter 9 and then he gets to chapter 10. And chapter 10 is more about, starts talking about freedom again. And what Paul is building up to is what we know is the, one of the greatest chapters on love in all of the Bible. 1 yeah. Corinthians 13 is love is patient, love is kind, yeah, love is not boast, love is... You know, all these other things. And what Paul is essentially saying in 1 Corinthians 10 is he says, look, you guys in the in Corinth, you're right. Like, you have freedom to go do whatever you want. You can go, and the, the main issue at this point, let me back up a little bit, was that the, the Corinthian Christians, the Corinthian Christ followers, were going to the market, and they were buying food that had been sacrificed to idols. Mm -hmm. Now, to everybody else in the world, to the pagans and everybody else in the world and the Christians, didn't matter. Meat was probably like half off. Like they were being frugal with their money, and you know, it was like going to Aldi and going down that weird aisle and going, "Man, that's that's cool." Like there's a. Not only am I getting like half off burritos, but there's a sprinkler too. Like it's amazing. It's probably not great grade. A. No, like, it's probably grade C. Yeah. Hey, we've yeah. all been. There. Yeah, man. Hey, we've all we've all had we've all lived on McNuggets and uh, McGriddles. Um, but so, so, so essentially Paul is saying like, yes, you guys, you can do whatever you want, but the main thing about your freedom that you need to realize is that you are not free of your own accord. You are set free because a Christ died for you. And because Christ died for you, he is showing love to you. Why would you be soaking all of that freedom up? Like, yes, you are not condemned. Romans 8.28, there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Cool. That truth still stands. But the second part of that, kind of the other part of the freedom is that if you are buying meat that has been sacrificed to idols, most people don't care, but there is certain segments of the population that are looking at you and going, wait a minute, mm -hmm. and you are making them stumble. Yeah. And Paul is essentially saying, your freedom is not for you. Your freedom is to testify about Jesus. Hmm. Yeah. And so when we, I'm preaching again, I apologize. But, <laughs> but uh, and he says right here, if an unbeliever, uh, this is 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 10, verse 27. If an unbeliever invites you to a meal and you want to go, eat whatever is put in front of you without raising questions of conscience. Verse 28. But if someone says to you, this has been offered in sacrifice, then do not eat it both for the sakes of the one who told you and the sake of conscience, meaning yours and all of their conscience. I am referring to the other person's conscience, not yours. For why is my freedom being judged by another's conscience? If I take part in the meal with thankfulness, why am I denounced because of something? 
uh, to thank God for. Third, verse 31 is the biggest one. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Do not cause anyone to stumble, whether Jews, Greek, or the church of God, even as I try to please everyone in my own way. For I am not seeking my own good, but the good of many, so that they may be saved. And what you hear from a lot of Christians is that I'm free. I can watch whatever I want and drink whatever I want to drink and smoke whatever I want to smoke and do all these other things because I know Jesus has forgiven me. And that is true. 100% I'm looking in the camera. That is 1000% true. However, there are people that are not believers that are kind of on the fence that have heard about Jesus. Seeds of the of faith might be growing a little bit. And there are people that uh, are outside of the faith and that are looking at you going, wait a minute, how do you preach purity? but you're sitting there lighting up a Marlboro and yeah. like destroying yourself by being an alcoholic every yeah. night. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you're making them wobble and you're making them stumble. And so our freedom ultimately is not for us. Yeah. Your thoughts. Well, I, like just, I just dumped a whole lot. Yeah. Of that <laughs> I'm going to sit back no. and take a drink of water. We've, I think we've talked about on the podcast before about like if you're in like a car, like this is just an example, like listening to music that's explicit. That might not be convicting to you in that moment. Maybe you maybe you listen to explicit music. That's fine. Sure. But if you have someone that's like on the fence or, you know, they don't like agree with that. Like they're like, oh, this guy, like <laughs> this guy, this get a little of this guy. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, um, this guy do a leap over here. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think like, I like at the end of that, he's like, I will never eat meat again. Yeah. He yeah. says, I'll just give it up because yep. I don't want yeah. to cause anyone to stumble. And so just the care for like other people and realizing it's not about you, which I think is just a, a big thing that I've been coming to terms with recently. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not about me. There's so much that I've missed where it's like, I'm realizing, oh, yeah. this, I was so self-focused here. Yep. Like, it's, it's not about me. hundred percent. Well, and I really like what he emphasizes at the very end. You did a good job really emphasizing Thanks, it. Thanks, Austin. Thanks, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Dear Diary, today Austin told me that I did a good job. Love, Andy. XOXO. <laughs> I'm going to lose my train of thought. <laughs> With a smile. You're welcome. <laughs> but what he emphasized is that your freedom is not for you. Right. And I think we can get very caught in that trap of saying, like, hey, I'm free, it's all about me, right? When in reality, our freedom, Christ set us free to tell as many people as we can, right? Yeah. So that the power of the gospel would not be prohibited by us. Yeah. And he set us free for a purpose, mm -hmm. not just so that we could do whatever we want, but he set us free for a reason mm -hmm. and a purpose. And that is where true life, true joy is found mm -hmm. in that purpose, in that purpose that God has given you and given every one of us, every one of us as Christians, mm. right? And I think that is the big practical takeaway, at least for me. It's, okay, it's not about me taking myself out of the center and being like, okay, Christ set me free by his death mm. for a greater purpose than myself, mm. than my own personal wants and my own personal desires. Absolutely. Yeah, and I... This weekend, kind of going based off that, I saw a tweet that's like, it's not about our independence from God, it's about our dependence on God. Mm. And I thought that was big because when we kind of do whatever we want, that's like independence. Like, all right, I'm saved. I get to kind of, you know, be my own self. Like, I'm good. I'll worry about that later. I'll do whatever I want now. But when we're depending on God, that's like in fear, in uncertainty. We're kind of like having like, that's the freedom. We have the freedom to depend on God, give all of our worries, give all of these other things, and we can just rely on Him. I Absolutely. think that's huge. Absolutely. Mm. Moral of the story, ladies and gentlemen, 
you are not your own. You were bought with a price. So <laughs> yeah. live as if you were bought with a price. And that's not to lay a heavy burden of guilt. I don't think no, we're no. trying to lay a heavy burden of guilt. But but the idea of the Christian faith is that we don't live this out by ourselves. We live this out in community. And things that we do will, like Justin pointed out, they will have consequences. Yeah. Uh, even if they are just small consequences, they will. Mm-hmm. And so we need to continue to remember that our freedom is for us, yes, but it's also for others around us. Justin, speaking mm-hmm. of you, I feel like Justin sometimes is our, like, um, he's our goalie. And, like, <laughs> like, if we miss something, he stops it and he's like, no, 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 wait a minute. So, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> club save over there. By the way, go Bolt. Um, what, uh, what did we miss here? Anything on your, uh, anything from your perspective that we're missing on freedom? No, I mean, I think that was great. I, I love what, how you guys were talking about um, how, obviously, you know, that's not our own. Um, you know, well, the freedom isn't for us. Um, and I guess... When you were talking about that, it got me thinking um, that really, like, how can we even assume that that freedom is for us Hmm. if we're not the ones who, like, we didn't buy our own freedom. We're we're not able to do that. It was bought for us. Hmm. And so there is a reason why it was bought for us. And that reason is, as you guys were saying, that it's not our own um, or it's not, well, it's not for us. Yeah, we're not um, the author of it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I guess I I don't know. I was I was just thinking about that, how um, you know, since it wasn't it wasn't us that was doing it, so we can't really decide um how best to use it, I guess, is mm. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Just because I mean, we're broken anyway. If we try to decide how best to use something by our own selves. I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> I yeah. know that. So I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> I'm I not going to. I'm going to be I'm going to be great. <laughs> I don't know about these, these jokers over here. So funny, I, I'm reading through this. Um, There's a Bible study from Baylor. Uh, and at the very end, it just says, uh, this is a holy paradox. Freedom is a holy paradox. We have freedom from, and rarely do we consider what the freedom is for. So we have freedom <laughs> from sin, shame, death, struggle, addictions, all the things. And rarely do we consider what that freedom is actually for. Um, we just we just kind of soak it up and yeah. just like in our own idolatry, just go, yeah, this is for me. Guys. I'm gonna yeah. go put this under my bed now. Mm-hmm. Or we we kind of t- pick and choose, right? Yeah, we pick we, we pick and we pick part of that statement, so emphasize it so much. It's like it's great, woo! But then we forget the back half yeah, of it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Cool. Uh, we're gonna wrap this up here because it's time for your favorite part of the show and mine. Segments. We're going to move into segments. Now, these guys oh these guys have a couple of segments that have been recurring themes. So I would like to, I'm going to left-handed toss it. Left-hand splitter down to you, Spencer. Okay. Well, so <laughs> I kind of brought this up to you earlier, but I'm going to switch it up on you. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> oh, I like her. This is <laughs> On figuring it out, we sometimes, well, just started. I shouldn't say sometimes. We just started doing top five. Been lists. doing it for years. We've been doing yeah. it around the office. You know, everyone's been doing it. Yeah. But we just started including it on the show. We have freedom. So we yeah, can. freedom. <laughs> so it's, what? It's <laughs> so this, this weekend was 4th of July fireworks. You know, fire. everyone loves fireworks. Uh, so, what are your top five explosions? <laughs> I'd really like to know. You want to take that one? <laughs> do you want me to give you give a couple of my top five? Give me, explosions? Give me one of, do I have to name five, or are we making like a uh, collaborative list? Yeah, of these, five? these are your five. Okay, I'll name a couple of mine. Okay, okay. So, one of mine is when all of the fireworks accidentally go off. 
at oh, once. Yeah, oh. that's a good one. So you're talking about situations, not specific See, instances. Have, well, right. another one in my top five is the explosion in the Batman when the Joker's walking away from the hospital. Oh, and everything's that, just blown that's up. That's a great one. That's a great one. That's a great one. Okay. All right, I so, can I can name one, uh, and this will be number five for me. The Reservoir Dogs at the end of Reservoir Dogs. When I haven't seen it. They're oh. Justin, have you seen Reservoir Dogs? Uh, oh my no. gosh, you guys! <laughs> you're watch so, good film. Please. You're so old. I'm not old. I'm 37. Uh, but anyway, they're walking away like mobsters, and things are just exploding behind them. Uh, and number four is in the Lego Movie, uh, when basically yeah. the same thing happens. Austin, Lego Movie is he is he riding on a dragon? Is that what it is? And everything is exploding behind him. What's he riding on? Was it at the end? Yeah, at the end. I thought he was like not Lego Man. Maybe that's what it was. He was on the mech. He's riding on a mech, and everything's just exploding behind him. And you see Gandalf go flying out. And Solid. Then, yeah, that's like great. a great explosion. It's great. Uh, I'll have to keep thinking. Go ahead. I've got three. I've got my top one. Okay. I do have my top one. They don't, well, they're not in any order. Oh, you don't have to give oh, them in order. Okay. Well, my one of them then is the explosion that happened when Randy Johnson threw that fastball and it oh, hit that's that bird. A, that's oh, a great oh, explosion. Dang it! That, that was one of mine. That, that bird that definitely that bird exploded. It. That is a top five explosion for sure. <laughs> that's a Good one. Don't want I'm it. sorry. That, okay. that one. Oh, that's that's one of my favorites. I don't know. It's just like, I mean, you can go classic and say the Death Star blowing up. Uh, that, was, that was a good mm. one. Second Death Star. Second. I would second, say second, I would say one of them for sure is um, in Inception in the like the first. Oh, when the buildings the start rooms. coming down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Mm. I'm a fan of that. Keep going. I also. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Justin. Do you have another one? Oh no, 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 no. I'm still thinking. Of okay. It. That's I a tough also one. love a good crowd explosion, like at a sports game, you know, yeah. where the crowd explodes. Oh, I thought people are blowing up. You see where I'm going with this? <laughs> no, I get it. Oh, oh guys, we've got we have a we in. have a tropical storm warning. Oh, let's see what it wow. actually says. A hurricane warning is in effect for this area for dangerous and damaging winds. The the warning is issued up to 36 hours before hazardous conditions start. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We are under a hurricane warning. So, we came live on air for this. So yeah. is this where we announced we're doing a 24-hour live stream? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to benefit all of our friends. And, cool. Uh, my number one favorite explosion is what's going to happen when Elsa blows through. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are going to see that live. Hey, okay, when she rips this wall right down. Cool. Any others? Any that I'm missing here? Mm. I, I even Googled. <laughs> Best explosions, but it's just all MythBusters episodes. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> I, and I like I like MythBusters. So MythBusters that's good. Great. Yeah. Same. Okay. I wonder what they're doing. Probably yeah. Uh, they are still doing podcasts actually. Really? Yeah. They're, they're not doing the show anymore. They're not, still busting myths. They got rid of all the myths. They yeah. Finished all there are no myths ever again. Uh, okay. So what what other segments are you guys doing today? If not, then we're gonna move to hot takes and podcast pop quiz. I don't think we. Had... I'd, I'd say word of the week. Word of the we week. Oh, the word yeah, of what's, week. what's your word of the week, Andy? Right now. On the My word of the week would probably be Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. <laughs> What is Azerbaijan? It is a country. Uh, oh, actually, yes, I knew <laughs> that. They played a uh, they played a soccer match there uh, in a place called Baku. <laughs> I had a, I, you have so many words to choose from, and you choose Azerbaijan. <laughs> I had a foreign exchange student friend from Azerbaijan. He was Azerbaijani. Yep. Really? What was his name? Ali. Really? Yeah. Where did he live? I think that place that you just Baku? said. Yes, I uh, think so. I don't know of any other cities in Azerbaijan. It's not that big. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's crazy. That just wait, wait, wait. popped in my head okay. right now. In re I, I, I think 
I had a world geography project in college, and I did a I did a study on that. I could have wow. picked any look nation at, in the world, and I picked Azerbaijan. Look at the connections we've got here. Wow. We got, yeah, look at this. So Azerbaijan is just east of Armenia. It's just southeast of Georgia. That's right. And it's just uh, northeast of Iraq. Baku wow. is actually on the Caspian Sea. How about that? Look wow. at that. Look the at connections. What, look at what we're doing it's a great here, guys. Word. We're just we're doing it. That is a great word. Yeah, connecting exactly. Uh, yeah, connecting every dot, and it's just west of Turkmenistan. Okay, so um, hold on. We have to ask Justin. Justin, please use Azerbaijan in a in a sentence. I have never heard of the word <laughs> Azerbaijan before today. <laughs> that's great. I think that's cheating. Justin, well done. <laughs> I think that's cheating. He didn't even say the word. He didn't even say it. He said, yeah. I, I've never heard <laughs> Wait, how do you pronounce it? Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There it is. Okay. Cool. That's it. next to Armenian. We all know Armenia right now. Yeah, yeah, we all know. Okay. Do you guys have words of the week? Oh no! It's just one. Yeah, oh. it's, it's just one. This is oh. you. I'm I'm honored that you chose me for your word of the week. So if you can use Azerbaijan in a sentence, leave it in the comments. Leave it in the comments. Yeah, Wait. I'd love to know. So this past week, Austin chose tenable. What was it? Tenable. 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 And so I said that he had to use it in the intro on Sundays. Did you use it? No, because I, I wasn't on camera. Okay, it's my it's, fault. It's, it's he didn't fault. tell me. All right. <laughs> I was the only one on camera. I, I will. So I'll write it down. Should we try to challenge you to use Azerbaijan in the intro? I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to oh be on camera this week. So, I mean, I can try. So <laughs> next week, next week, maybe. Okay. We'll see. Uh, okay, we're going to move into what is arguably the best segment. Uh, it's sweeping the nation. It's called Hot Takes. Hot Takes. Do you guys have any hot takes? Oh, man. It's okay if you don't, because I always have one. Okay. Mm. Justin, I do you have a hot take? I have a hot take. Oh my god. Here we go. Here Justin. we go. Let's take. Go for it. All right. Wow, so okay. So I look at the camera. Look at the camera. There's an enormous Wait, pressure. should I should I my camera. Okay. <laughs> you learned. I am so proud. All right. The best type of orange juice has the most pulp in oh, it. Oh, the more pulp goodness. in oh, the yes, orange juice, I agree, Justin. the That's better great. the orange juice is. And if you want a well, smoothie, just make a smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> that may be the worst take I've ever had. Yeah, okay, no, 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 no. Listen, listen. I, I agree with Justin here. I agree with Justin. Yes. I, the it's more, been really nice having me on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the, more, Gross. the more pulp orange juice has, yes. the fresher it tastes. Yes. Nope. I want it to nope. I want it to taste like I'm biting into an orange. I don't as want close to, taste to that feeling as possible without the seeds. I don't want to taste yes. the orange, though. I want the juice. That's what I signed up for. Okay. But... <laughs> How many like not like artificial orange juices have you tasted that has no pulp in it? A lot. How many orange <laughs> juices have you tasted? That oh, <laughs> you're asking me a question. Yeah, I'm okay. asking you. I thought you're saying something. No. Uh, I don't know. It's it just has more of a chance of being artificially manufactured for me, and I want the orange juice fresh. Mm. I don't want the artificial yes. stuff. I, but yes. you can get you can get fresh orange juice, fresh-ish orange juice with no pulp. Ish. 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 I want fresh without the ish. <laughs> you don't have to have the ish, Justin. Andy. Andy. Oh, Stewart. thank you. He, he's, he has something to say. You can tell. It's just fruit is nasty. So why would I oh, want well, any orange there juice? You go, there you go. You don't like fruit? <laughs> you don't listen to the, the weekday, do you? No. You ever heard this? <laughs> I thought this was common knowledge that he didn't. Him or Deep. Mike or Austin doesn't like fruit either. It's no. crazy. It, yeah. I'm raising him right. Mm. Not to like fruit. Right. <laughs> fruit is fruit is disgusting. It's gross. It's sugary. It it's got a million carbs. 
Uh, anytime I hear anybody say it's nature's candy, I want to punch things <laughs> because nature's yeah. candy is actual candy, it's not fruit. Uh, it's makes your fingers all sticky. It has no purpose whatsoever. And if you want to take it biblical, Eve ate a fruit. She didn't eat a vegetable. <laughs> okay. But then it got produced. Like, there was good fruit. There's good other good fruit. But and that fruit was all that was grows there. from the ground. No, it doesn't. It grows on a bush. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, it, okay, Mr. Literal. It grows <laughs> on a, it grows on a bush or a tree. It grows from something that's planted in the earth, right? So, God made it. So, God said it was good. Great. Didn't say that it, it, God said it was good. Dot dot dot. And Andy has to like it. I didn't see that anywhere in scripture. I think I did. I read it in the message. Maybe yeah, it was probably it was a paraphrase. All right, my hot take. Uh, my turn. My camera. Thanks, Justin. You're already there. Already there. And this is a this is a bombshell. Oh gosh. Let me center myself. Cheese is not that great. Oh. Nope. What are you talking about? Like cheese on, or just like straight up cheese? Cheese? Like eating a straight up block of cheese or eating like cheese on a salad? Cheese is overrated. I didn't know it was rated, to be honest. (laughs) Cheese? Why do you, the cheese pizza? People think it's like that's the king of all pizzas, and I would disagree. That's the only pizza you can go with, I think. What? I think not the only. Oh, this is an even bigger hot take. Hold on. I think if you're ordering pizza from a place that you've never been to, you have to just order cheese. No, I think you got pepperoni. All right, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to go back to our podcast. (laughs) That's fine. Well, you got to take him with you. He's Mr. Bad Take over there. I just, I don't (laughs) understand. Okay, number one, let me back up here. Cheese. What makes a good burger? Tomato and onion. Cheese, cheese. Thank no. you, Justin. Mm-hmm, cheese. Mm-hmm. Yes. You, you slap a piece of cheese on that burger, How many, it makes it 10 times better. I, I would but say, you slap a fresh tomato and a fresh onion on there, and it makes it crunchy and delicious and tastes so much better. But, but if it still doesn't have the cheese, hear me out. what Listen, really is hear it? Hear me out. Dry, the unnecessary cheese, calories. onion, tomato, I'll bun. eat it. I'll, I'll go with it, but I would, I would rather go with a non-cheeseburger than a cheeseburger so, every single day of the week. So let me ask you then about nachos. I don't I don't eat nachos like that. You don't eat nachos with cheese? No. Then salsa. it's not nachos. Salsa. What? <laughs> what is wrong with this? <laughs> All the unnecessary calories that come from cheese, plus the after effects of Ugh. cheese, in your stomach and <laughs> Yeah, it's possibly. Worth the, it's usually worth the cost. It is not worth the cost. <laughs> Maybe this cost. is coming from my advanced years in this on this world, but not, my food doesn't have to hurt. If I want it to hurt, I'm gonna put that ghost pepper stuff on there. Okay, okay that's and I do, do like me some spicy food. Don't get me wrong. I'll get down on some spicy food, but cheese is not worth the. It's not worth the cost. It is. Okay. okay, we're going to move into our last segment of the day because we got to get going because we're going to get blown away here. This is called the Podcast Pop Quiz. Uh, for those of you that are joining us uh, from the Figuring It Out crew that have never listened to the weekday, of which there are probably many, first off, make sure to hit subscribe. Uh, second of all, if you are watching the weekday and you have never listened to these fine young folk on Figuring It Out, hit subscribe because you're missing some quality content. As much as I clown on them, they are doing some great things. Uh, especially with uh, people that are literally trying to figure the world out. So, in a Christian worldview. So, first off, thanks. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thank hey, you. There's some good stuff on the weekday, too. <laughs> 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 I tried to be nice. 
But it came out sounding terribly pious. <laughs> beef, hey beef, man, you're beef, doing, beef. You're doing real good too, Andy. <laughs> you're doing good work too, buddy. We've been around longer. We've got a higher subscriber count. That's all I gotta say. Dang. <laughs> Scoreboard. Uh, so what we do on our podcast pop quiz, this is typically how we wrap up our show. Uh, the theory is that there's a podcast about everything and somebody has recorded it. Uh, and so we take a random assortment of words or a random phrase and we try to find a podcast on it within 60 seconds. Last week we had easy mode on uh, vending machines. And Justin, I did see the counter that you made. Uh, you gave us 30 seconds instead of 60 seconds. Ooh, it's, which... Well, that's it's it's a it's a 30 second timer. It was never a 60 second. Yeah, timer. it was never. It was. It never. was... <laughs> I had to elongate it to 60 seconds because one of them <laughs> I got a little scared on. I think it was like mango trees or something like that. Well, there is there is one that I had to. I, you had I to cheated fudge for it a you. Bit. I cheated for you. Yeah, thanks. I don't. I don't do that. But That's I cheated fine. for you. I mean, the, it, it, the 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 certificate of authenticity on that podcast is long since <laughs> gone. So uh, the statute of limitations is we don't care anymore. So um, it, with all of that being said, Spencer, I'm going to pick you today. What okay. is a random topic that you would like to know if there's a podcast on? Oh, I would like to know if there's a podcast on pickleball. Oh, okay. Like the sport pickleball? The sport pickleball, okay. yeah. Because so, I've been playing that recently with Pickleball's some great. It's a, it's a fun game. Are you game. sure you're not old? Okay, uh, let's go on. Dang, uh, God. <laughs> I'll take it. Cool. All right, so we're going to put 30, 30 seconds. I got sweaty pits right. Uh, we're going to put 30 <laughs> seconds up on the board right there. It's above you. And we're wow, going to start in three, two, one, let's go. Pickleball podcast. Now that I'm thinking about it, that might not be a tough... Best pickleball podcast yeah, to listen yeah, to. I mean, there's like thousands of them. I, yeah, I thought that was going to be pretty easy. pickleball podcast portal? I mean, there's at least 52 Gosh. episodes of... It's called Pickleball Problems. I am curious <laughs> about how they can have 50 episodes. What are, what are they talking about? I don't know. Do you want to listen to it? This, I mean, they're like 30 minute long episodes. I might do that on my own spare right, time. There you go. Yeah, Morgan Evans. <laughs> I mean, there's another, there's four, five, six, seven, seven, pick, oh, eight pickleball can podcasts. I, can I give you a different one then? Sure. Morgan, I just thought or, of? Justin, can we do two? Yeah, let's do two. Okay, cool. Okay. So 30 seconds right there. And then. Wow. All right. Oil patterns in bowling. I want to know if there's oh, a podcast on bowling. oil. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Ready? Three, two, one. Go. Most people don't know that there are oil patterns, multiple oil patterns in bowling. I don't know if I can list, list them all off. There's the uh, shark pattern. Podcast, yeah, there's uh, Hoagland Talks Oil Patterns, Pattern Development. It's called Inside the OC at bowl.com. Inside the OC. <laughs> yeah. Inside the Open Championships. Oh uh, yeah, he talks, talks about oil patterns. I thought you were good. Uh, <laughs> that is good, though. I good that, that was a good one. I do appreciate that. Hey, uh, yeah. La Lane maintenance it. guru and past USBC Open Championships titleist Nick Hoagland talks oil patterns, pattern development, and general procedures. Oh, That's nice. on episode uh, six of the Inside the OC. We'll have to do a top five on oil patterns. Mm, what top what's five your, what, I like the brain, the teardrop one. The teardrop one? Yeah. I, well, I like the shark pattern. Shark pattern's shark good patterns. Good, yeah. There's a tiger pattern, I think, as well. Yeah, it's the stripes. I can't see yeah. <laughs> Cool. Uh, on that note, we're going to get out of here. Thanks so much for listening to Figuring It Out with those guys. Thanks so much for being here today, guys. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Justin, for, uh, for Man on the Wheels of Steel. We always appreciate you. You're our favorite. And thanks so much for listening to the Weekday Weekday Army. Uh, go Bolts. Uh, go Bolts. They, yeah, go Bolts. Uh, hopefully by this time next week, uh, they'll have won the Stanley Cup. We love you, and we will talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye, you guys.
Hey, thanks for tuning in to Bay Hope TV. Be sure to like and share these videos with your friends as it really does help this channel out. And be sure to subscribe for more Bay Hope TV content. As always, thanks for watching.